1: years andy Lou. you know i I know you're not a big all-star guy like in the scheme of things like you're not someone who geeks out on all-star weekend this is a pretty fun
2: yeah i mean all-star weekend is is to get fans that don't watch every single basketball game to to enjoy basketball right it's all the coolest best players in the world but I love it now because I think it's – I'm just less – maybe I'm less grumpy about it, but it's just cool. Even yesterday with the dunk contest, it's cool, man. It's cool to see guys go out there, JTA, our guy, go out there and just, you know, do something. But, you know, ever since they did Elam Ending, Sam, we're going to start here. Ever since they did Elam Ending with the All-Star Game, it has been special. Can't miss. You need to watch the last 10 minutes of NBA All-Star Game because it is – it is real basketball with the best in the world.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say like what, what, I made the rundown before the main game, and I was actually gonna talk about the Rising Stars Challenge, where oh, uh, same elementing type, yeah. sure. type of rule, sure. first to 50, first to 25, and like my my feeling was the same way, but obviously the the big show upstaged it, and dude, all we want to see, like we understand it's not the NBA playoffs, they're not like. Schemed up you know it 's not like a, a tactical chess match, but we just want to see the ten guys on the floor competing hard and ever since they've gone to the Elam ending, the ending has always been fun because you you see the i mean we, we all play pickup we've all played usually you usually play twenty one right and it's like when someone's when someone's getting close. All right. All right. Now everyone, it's time to D yep. up, you know, it's time to yep. get a little more aggressive yep. about it. Yep. it. It's very relatable. And um, it's just one way to like force, force them to play hard in a situation where, you know, usually they would. not Yeah. yep. Yeah. And it, it, it just, it doesn't get, I mean, Hey, it's fitting
2: that LeBron hit the last shot, but Hey, but let's really talk about the uh, really stole the weekend. I, I think. It's Steph Curry. It, it just, just, is there anybody, as we talk about a million times, is there anybody Ever as exciting, entertaining, skilled as this dude, 50 points. And he shot 27 threes, 50 points. And he made the entire game a must-watch event, right? It wasn't like, oh, let's watch him screw around for three quarters and score 185 points and then we'll just watch it 10 minutes. It felt like this whole game, If even if you're a casual fan that never watches, you sat here and said, yeah, I'm going to sit here and watch every second because Steph, he might do a look away from 30. (laughs) You might <laughs> do a look away from 33 from 30, that's, that's an instant.
1: You know, it's funny. They have the second screen broadcast going with like Draymond on yeah. the sidelines and the inside, the NBA guys. And I love that stuff just because they're, right. they're funny. They're fun. And I thought that was going to be the best way to watch the game. And within 10 oh minutes, I'm like, Oh, Steph's no, I don't, I don't need the sideshow. <laughs> I got the main show going tonight. Right. Oh my
2: God. I, by the way, let you go. But that, that I agree so much. I changed it at halftime. I, I agree so much. I realized I didn't actually need the interviews. I want to hear Reggie geek out and D way geek out over Steph. That's what I want.
1: Yeah. And it's like, and Draymond was amazing doing the whole thing, but it's like, when you see Steph going like that, like I don't need that extra stuff is perfect for a normal all-star game where you're like, bro, they're, they're not even trying, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, in general, so Steph did finish too short of the record, and it's a little annoying he couldn't get that last basket. They they tried to get it for him. I'll give yeah. I'll give LeBron this. Could have been petty. Could have uh, decided I'm right. gonna take over. Right. They doubled Steph though. That's that's the thing. Like it's not like Steph missed gimmies. It's like they the other team was we're not letting him get the record. They were throwing two bodies at him. They were doing <laughs> – I mean, it's, it's only Steph can get two bodies thrown at him in an all-star game like that, right? Yeah, I mean, dude. And he made one against a double. I think Tatum was a
2: little like, why am I doubling here? And then he realized like – and then by that time, Steph had made another three. Um, that, that was just – incredible. and then they hard-doubled him another time. We saw that, remember, a couple of years back when, when it was Team Steph Uh, and, uh, Katie and LeBron were on the same team and they doubled Steph at the end of the game. That was pretty funny. Uh, this one, this one's even funnier because you've got LeBron and Giannis on the other side and Steph is getting doubled. Uh, I I thought about this and it's, it's, it's just, you never see a six, three guard just take over the game like that. And I think when it's like someone like Anthony Davis, he's seven foot tall there's nothing you can do he's just going to the rim he's getting offensive rebound he's dunking they never double Giannis but there's just nobody ever in the history of hoops that is doing what Steph does that's why they're doubling him because it's just that's the only thing what can you do it's the only thing you can do with LeBron next to him Sam how does that make any sense
1: it's crazy oh, uh, shout, out, shout out LeBron with the crazy fadeaway down the game yeah it was it was nice um I do appreciate how all-star weekend was in Cleveland all about LeBron and this is the time Steph decides. To a, not just Steph, by the way, MJ. They decide to steal the show. It feels a little petty, but uh, but to to the Steph point, like you know, the funny thing about Steph has been he's been kind of I don't want to say bad in All Star games, but just kind of like lethargic, right? Like he had a he had a flurry in the last All Star game, but in general, it's been a lot of like, yep, I'm here, I'll produce a couple highlights, and then I'll just go sit on the bench and you know just have a good time, right? Yep. Um, now they, n- now he's just taken over the game in a way where I'm just like, Jesus, you know, it's, it's like, and it's perfect. That's in Cleveland. Like, can you talk about the boot? Oh, that's actually, that's
2: actually the reason why I think, I think you accidentally muted yourself. Sam, but I think that's the reason why he went off tonight. Uh, think about the last couple of times he's gone for over 40, 50 points last year. He did it against Dame. Uh, when Dame had those comments in the in the in the game before where he's saying the well now Steph has to here's what he sees now without you know where when he when he uh when he doesn't have KD and, and, and Clay on his team, right? Steph goes for sixty. Uh this year Jay Sean Tate is talking to him in the middle of the game, goes for fifty. And I think that's what happened tonight. It's just, that's what happened last night. And to be fair, Sam, he should have gotten booed because when he was promoting his show, just terrible, terrible entertainment. But tonight, I've already I've
1: already erased all star Saturday. I'm night, bringing it Steph back. From
2: yeah. <laughs> I think I think, too, when he's getting booed or getting getting something, he takes it personal. And, and, and it gives me hope that come the playoffs, that he'll he'll reach another level because it feels like uh he can't shoot now unless he's uh, unless he feels like somebody uh somebody hates him or is talking shit to his face. That's really the only way Steph is uh, going off now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I don't even know what to do with him. Like he's he's on another level. I think it's also, he's having a weird year for his standards. And I think people have been taking it a little, they've been taking too much out of it. It's like, oh, you're shooting 38% from three. Is he declining? Like, meanwhile, he's still the best guard in the NBA. I don't care what anyone says. He is. Ja Morant, who, and don't get me wrong, I love Ja. He's really fun to watch. He's scoring less points. He's shooting worse from every spot on the floor than Steph. He's averaging like a half an assist more than Steph. Like, everyone's, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the point. Steph at a down year is still above that. Like, don't, I don't need to get into Chris Ball, Dunn Booker, and those guys. It's just kind of like, it, it speaks to the standard, so to say, that, you know, Steph is. He's on another level from other players. I, he's it's, held it's, to, He's held to. He, honestly, he's held to the same standard as LeBron, um, Giannis, KD. Like he's held to that standard. He's not held to the John Morant, Devin Booker, uh, Chris Paul standard. Chris Paul, a hundred percent. He is not, and he hasn't been. And that
2: that's the thing when you talk about to When you name these guys, I, they were doing the NBA top twenty-five right at halftime, at the hour-long halftime, and they're pulling all these guys up and. You know, you see the guards like Chris Paul and John Stockton, and and I'll even throw D Wade in there, and these guys, and and you realize quickly those guys don't have the same accolades that Steph has. You realize two MVPs, three titles, greatest Russell, shooter. Russell, score Russell of all Westbrook
1: waving yeah. in front of a green screen. By the way, the I, that's wave, funny. the that's wave funny. in front of a green screen was the funniest. It's not Russ. Like there was like, Frazier had Steve, the best one. He Steve had the Nash. best one. <laughs> The memes of the caramel, you know, we don't need to talk about. All right. (laughs) (laughs) uh, It was just like, uh, you know. Anyway, to to your point. Uh, It's just
2: he's just better than like he's not classified as a like I don't even think like he's the best point guard in the world is even worth a debate. It's the debate of hey, is he the best player in the world? Then it's you know you can have your pick, Steph, Giannis, you know, Jokic, Braun, like all those guys, you can have your pick. But Steph is in that conversation. He's not in the conversation of, oh, is drive that's him or CP3? Like, that's not a conversation, which is crazy, right? Because everyone is seven feet. <laughs> you got this dude. You got this dude that's as tall as you, Sam, out
1: here dropping 50 against the best players in the world. I'm glad you acknowledge me and Steph are both <laughs> 6'1". Uh. Hey, he says he's 6'3", by the way. Steph says he's 6'3". I, know. I don't go with that. That's cool. He's not. Uh, but it's cool. <laughs> I wanna let, let's move forward. I know everyone's gonna call in and and they wanna talk about right. Steph and this other stuff. I wanna talk about a few other things on All Star Weekend. Yep. One, Michael Jordan remains the coolest man in just on earth. Showing up after being at the Daytona 500 all day uh, and just completely blasted. Like I don't even know what else. <laughs> like just walking in and he got louder cheers in Cleveland than LeBron James. Like, that lets you know the God status that Michael Jordan is. And it, it's just – you know what, like, mystique is? Mystique is when no one sees you, and when they see you, they go nuts. Like, Michael Jordan is kind of, like, reclusive. Like, you don't see him publicly, and he just shows up, and it's just out of his mind.
2: Yeah, that was uh, probably one of the coolest things this week. I I, I saw that he, was, he showed up in the middle of the halftime, which is funny. How long do you think he stayed at the – in the arena, Sam, how long? How long do you think? Cause, ninety <laughs> minutes.
1: Next. You know, he, just, he asked the he asked the he asked the PJ to refuel. Text him as soon as it was fueled up so he can go back.
2: Don't even don't even turn it off. Don't even turn the plane off. Let's just keep that thing running. You came in, said set what's up to a bunch of people. Uh, the hug that he gave to Luca was hilarious. Uh, that that's the uh, that's the one your uncle does to one of you guys when he's kind of messing around. You know what I mean? So I thought that was. I thought that was cool. Um, him and LeBron did share a hug. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's it's I think one of those things where they put him in the middle of the um, what is it the whatever the the concourse or whatever it was uh, when they when they were taking pictures at the end. So no, that's that's the goat, man. That's dude's never lost in the finals. What can you do? Uh,
1: it's, it's, it's it, it don't make no sense. That one thing I don't want to get into a negative mood, but one thing that kind of watching the top seventy five. And watching some of the players up there, it made me feel a certain way that Clay and Draymond. were. On. Uh, you know what I'm saying?
0: Um, you and I, you
1: I and I are I
2: lockstep th- tonight. We are the same I person think tonight.
1: They're going to get on the top hundred list, but it's kind of BS that they didn't get on the top. So, and when I say top hundred, I mean in 25 years when they do this list again, they're going to be like Draymond is on it, and and uh, so is uh, Clay Thompson. Um, the same way they did with like Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, um, uh, like a, a team at, like a couple, a couple of the guys who were like playing during the 90s when they did the top 50 list that they probably should have honored, but they didn't at the time right, you know right and it's um, like they can't take them out right like you can't i guess you can't push anyone down right
2: i guess
3: no nah, because like, we, we
1: like, it, it, like go tell bob Cousy, it's like actually your ass no yeah you know, kind of, you know it's like we acknowledge like there's a you know no one thinks like Cousy and like you know um elgin baylor could hang in today's nba right it, it's just like acknowledgement that they were dominant in right. their
2: era that's why Clay was so mad. I, I'm actually surprised Draymond has taken in stride a little bit. But, you know, sometimes I see, like, I don't know. Dame's an Oakland guy. so But it just seeing him up there as kind of Anthony Davis, another guy, where it's just like,
1: ah, these guys get, are up there. For, ah. yeah,
2: I, I can like, speak are, to the Al just, Greers, right? Like, I don't know who the hell that is. But, yeah. you know, some of these current guys. I rest as an MVP, I guess. So, you know, you throw him in there. But, anyway, cut you off.
1: Yeah, I was, was going to throw out there. It's like you see Kevin McHale and James Worthy and those guys average 18 points a game being the number two player on a dynasty team with like five to seven all-star appearances and a few titles. And I'm like, that sounds like Clay Thompson to me, you know, <laughs> like that that's my whole thing. It's just like pe- Clay's going to get on this list after he retires the same way that like, You know how everyone just has like reverence for like Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker when they got to the end of the rope, but maybe didn't acknowledge how good they were along the way. Um, it's kind of annoying, but like from a Warrior perspective, it's probably good. I I guarantee you, Clay and Draymond are watching this, and they, you know, if you if you believe motivation matters, if you believe that like. (laughs) That stuff's gonna matter. I think this is the sort of stuff that gets them a little more um, excited for the playoffs, I, right? Well, like a, well, li- a little more, like, oh, you don't think I'm as good as that guy? Let me show you how
2: good I am. I think especially Clay, the way he's come back, the way the way he's looked, right, and, and the 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 way he's been so versatile offensively, uh, the way that we've never seen. Another guy, Draymond. Uh, I, I want to take it down this road. Uh, he says he's gonna be back in three or four weeks, maybe. Hopefully, perhaps. <laughs> so he said it on the, he said it on the broadcast during. And by the way, he did a great yeah, job. They're, they're, they're guys,
1: but he threw it out there. Really, they're really rolling with that whole. Um, so three weeks. I mean, Fitz throughout the 14th. Fitz Fitz is uh, Fitz is calculated. He's like a LeBron out here. You know, <laughs> it's just kind of like. So, so I do think mid March is what they're shooting for with him. Yep. But yeah. Yep. So there you go. There you go. Interesting. Get 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 Draymond back for the last ten plus
2: games. Actually, it's going to be a lot, a lot of games for him to get us run up before the postseason. So I thought that was like a bit of good news to hear him confirm it, right? Versus anyone else.
1: Yeah, I agree. Should we? Should we? Uh, should we move any to more the topics? Goose? Any more topics? I mean, no. I mean, we could go rising stars. Uh, maybe we'll talk about rising stars later in the show. Sure. Um, sure. We talked dunking. Con- Actually, let's hit dunk contest real quick. Right, right, right. Uh, so All-Star Saturday night kind of sucked. Um, not because of the dunk contest, but just in general, it was kind of subpar. Um, I thought Juan was above average for the first round, and then his lack of hops kind of showed – Like. I felt bad for him trying to do Jay Rich's uh, dunk contest winning dunk and I'm like y- you know <laughs> like there's only, uh, there's, only co- there's only a half dozen people in the last 20 years who can get up like Jay Rich. I
2: you know? yeah I, I'm i not sure he's got kind of to practice that right like yeah no, he's he got kind of, to have done it before to do that like, I, just, I'm sure he he's hit, close I'm, though that's why I'm I'll sure
1: see. he's hit it in practice but you know what I mean by like he probably – he's the type of guy who if everything lands perfect, he can hit the dunk, whereas Jay Rich is the type of guy who gets so much air and can hang that it can be messed up and he can still hang it, you yeah. know? like yeah. So – but I don't want to – I thought Juan actually had a really good show in general, and I was like – I was pretty happy because I, I I have a soft spot for him given everything he means to the team, the area. um, You just don't see stories like him every year where it's like, you know, kind of underdog. Obviously we all know like at risk youth could have had his life go a million different ways, but more than anything, like even when he gets to college and gets his life in a positive direction, which a lot of people from his background do not get the luxury of doing He still is not an NBA player and then he ends up like going to Mexico and all these places and making the NBA. So, so I'm always going to have a soft spot for him because of East Oakland and everything he's been through. Um, But in general, I thought he, I thought he overperformed and did well. Right. uh, Yeah. I thought they did a poor job covering him.
2: I thought they were kind of making fun of him the whole time and, and kind of poo pooing all his dunks. And I was just like, guys, like, what are we do? What are we doing here? Jalen Green was god off. I don't know what he was doing.
1: Co Anthony, I, I was surprised. I was, yeah, I was too. Me. I mean, kid I thought Jalen. Right? I thought Jaylen was gonna put something down, but yeah, you're right. I, he was the fit. and like Co Anthony's like six two. I don't even know
2: why he was in the dunk contest. He obviously like sure he could dunk, but like like another guy that shouldn't have been there. But it's like I, I thought like JTA hit his first couple dunks. Look, they weren't. Blow off the building type of dunks, but he made them. He didn't take thirteen tries. Like they should have covered his story. Like that would have been a cool story for people to know, right? Like it would have been nice for people to like, hey, this guy, how, like you just said, how he made it to the NBA. I, I, that was my gripe. I just very disliked the way that they talked about J.T. because I felt like it was disrespectful. I mean, the guy, the guy's is an NBA player, and they acted like he was me out there. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't understand and he, and he, the vitriol. And,
1: and I agree with you. He is an NBA player. Like in general. You would yeah. think the league would want to highlight right those type of stories because it's very humanizing. Like I, I don't know. This is where the NBA is different from like the NFL. Like the NFL, oh my god. They might lean too
2: much that way, but yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just specials about JTA overcoming right. adversity and like, you know, it's it's there is a little bit where you're like, all right. Okay chill out yeah, he is right. six six and he can't get his head above the rim. like <laughs> let's, not, let's not act like he's you and me but you know um yeah. but like yeah that's it, it's it was a little annoying about that but i do feel like in general i don't know it, it sucks that his last show there didn't go through but like i thought his first round was really good I yeah thought he it was yeah i, th- I thought it was, it was honestly better than i expected But all right, let's 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 prove this for. Let's let's take us to like one more interesting thing, and then I'm gonna get to the callers. Yep. Yep. Um, Andy Lou, Warriors Uh are doing a dunk contest. Who on the team would you want to see in a dunk contest most?
2: Uh, I think Andrew Wiggins is most most athletic, but I wouldn't want to see him in a dunk contest. I'd probably go. Step. No, I'm kidding. Uh, probably (laughs) Kaminga. Probably, probably Kaminga just, uh, I th- I think he, he's kind of like a Giannis dunker. I feel like he would just, the aggression, maybe he throws in a windmill between the legs type of thing. And it, it's probably Kaminga, right? It's probably not close.
1: Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say, um, so God, Wiggins can fly though. I bet you he could throw some crazy ones up there. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, Wiggins is probably the, the best athlete on the team. Oh man. Yeah. Um, Wiseman might actually also be up. Ooh, too. that's a good but one. He's, but the problem is when you're 7-1, it's really hard to win a dunk contest. Like, you got to do some crazy stuff at that size. Uh, GP2 might actually be my my guess on it. because Just because, look, he's got the hops, and he's small, and he's he dunks like a big guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's got, like, aggression. Yep. Um, now this is making me realize. Jordan
2: Poole. I bet you Jordan Poole's sneaky.
1: Sneaky. Yeah, yeah. We've seen him throw see. some down. Yeah, I, I feel like the guys we named are probably above him.
2: Um, Steph, Draymond, and Clay are the best three players that I, I wouldn't want to see any of them yeah, <laughs> in a yeah, dunk yeah. contest. <laughs> Says a lot about the Warriors.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just um, Clay getting it over the rim one handed, barely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, young Iguodala, man. I mean, we've seen him with it, but young Iguodala. I mean, Iguodala. he, he actually, yeah, he, he's he, done it, yeah, but. Yeah. Whew.
1: He, yeah. had some,
2: he had some crazy bounce back smiley,
1: there. Yes. Smiley, yes. was he smiling? smiley. Come right, on, yeah, Looney. <laughs> Can I get a round of applause?
2: Hey, I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's for your not-so-private parts. I'm talking about a leveled-up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off free shipping with the code LIGHTYEARS20. That's the code LIGHTYEARS20. So we all know how essential the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is. For the precise trim below the waist, now they have advanced skin safe technology and it reduces cuts to your most delicate areas. You can also enhance your perfect grooming routine with their ultra premium collection. So this package includes, you got the Manscaped Premium deodorant. So not for your balls, but for your armpits. So this deodorant dries clear and is aluminum free and smells like their signature scent. You got hydrating body moisturizer. Have tattoos or issues with dry skin? It's designed to keep skin feeling clean, smooth, and fresh. And then you get body wash to lather you up with the infused aloe vera and sea salt shower gel. You get the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. I'm lazy, so I like two-in-ones. things your scalp with an easy one step. And then you also get a free gift. Three-pack set of lip balm that's made up with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappers feeling moist. That's four products plus a gift inside the Ultra Premium Collection. All of these products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, vegan-free, and dye-free. The best ingredients with zero compromise. So again, get the 20% off for free shipping with the code LightYears20, manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping. The code lightyears20 at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a box. Thanks to Manscaped.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data, And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Wire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Let's get to the cars. <laughs>
2: Let's get to the goons. Lead off. Ryan, what's up, bro?
4: Nothing much. Uh, Just got done watching Steph. Looked like he flushed all the bad energy out of his system, hopefully, and rejuvenated himself. Looked like he cleared his mind because he wasn't shuffling his feet on every open three-pointer, which was nice. But uh, other than that, the Rising Stars game was really fun. Scoot Henderson looked like probably the best player on the court for like the first five minutes. And I was like, what is going (laughs) on? He's 18 years old. Literally, in, literally two years younger than everyone in the competition practically and he was just gliding with them and hanging with them and I was just stunned. It was almost like Joel Lacob's like could Steph break his hand again type deal. <laughs> and, uh, easy, and,
1: easy there.
4: Not right now. There and you, by you, the go. way, uh, you guys forgot to mention Chris Chioza for the dunk contest. I'd love to see him attempt to dunk the basketball. Jesus <laughs> Getting Christ. Getting his head above the rim would be fun. <laughs>
1: You know what I mean? no, no chios a slander. No chios is slander <laughs> on the show. Um,
2: like a, I like a said, man of the people. I bet you he could dunk. I bet you.
1: No, right, Ryan. What were your other thoughts from the from the Rising Stars game? I want to I want to talk a little Rising Stars.
4: Okay, so humble humble brag, but Evan Mobley is sort of my cousin's friend. So I was just getting like texts from my cousin showing <laughs> showing. Ev- Persian. This is the most Persian comment I've ever heard. Yeah. So sometimes he just sends my friend, uh, my cousin, Kevin Love memes, and he's just sending stuff. So I've been naturally rooting for Evan Mobley, And the way he glides is just a unique type of glide. It's not a Giannis glide. It's not a it's like you put young Anthony Davis and he gave him Tim Duncan's brain type thing. It just is wonderful to watch him and Cade and the basketball players. One, not the Hoopers, fun um, not Jalen Green and his goddamn NFT chain. So,
1: wow, but, yeah. wow, I appreciate it. You know what, Andy, Andy, I want to bring this up. Like the the thing that stood out with the Rising Stars Challenge, it, it's not that like Kuminga didn't look good or anything like that. It's like there are a handful of like players under the age of twenty-one who are really advanced you know you know what i'm saying like like uh he mentioned evan mobley but like scotty barnes plays basketball like a veteran um Cade cunningham plays basketball like a veteran kate
2: like, is a veteran kate is, like, is
1: those dudes just like I, i'm just like yeah they they like see the floor like like kuminga looks like a rookie where you're like dude he has all the tools just let him like slowly get uh, there. josh
2: giddy's another one
1: yeah, yeah josh giddy great i'm watching josh giddy and i'm like He's 18? What? You know, or 19, or whatever it is. You know, like that—that's the thing that stood out to me. Where I'm just kind of like, it's kind of wild how many young guys there are who have uh, kind of veteran feel.
2: I, it feels like the way that they're. It, it, uh, that's the part where I think you know Steph has a legion of guys that are the next 30 years, 40 years, gonna gonna try to shoot like him and and just gonna be able to shoot from 40. I mean, it's just just to just step back threes left and right. I think you see the Cade and the the Giddy. Uh, those type of guys, I, I think that's like LeBron, right? Where LeBron, I mean, there have been guys before him, Magic, uh, you know, Grant Hill, guys like that, where you're big guys, but they can still handle and pass the ball, but obviously LeBron is the greatest to do that. And so I think you see a lot of these guys now who grew up watching him that are kind of the, not the same, but it's like Kate Cunningham is so poised with the ball. I think he's the best player in the draft. I think he's still the best rookie right now, and I think he's going to have the best career. I love him. And you just watch him, and just like does he ever make a mistake with a ball ever? And he has a shot and he just makes all the right decisions passing. I just think that's the stuff where it's like, that's the LeBron showing where it's just all these big dudes, six, eight that are just handling like they're six, two. It's crazy. The NBA, just, it's just going to get, they're just, these guys just get better and better.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you. I it, like Cade's rookie year. Hasn't been as like popping as Evan Mobley's and, and to be I, like, Mobley's amazing, and and Sky Barnes too. But that's that's mostly because Detroit's a really garbage team, right? (laughs) Like I'm not I'm not down on what Cade is. Like I would still probably take Cade number one overall for that exact same reason you mentioned. Absolutely. Yep. Let's get moving. Mikas. Hey boys, how we doing? Just hanging in there. Like. what did you what Positive did you bet on the sentiment. game
2: i know you bet
3: something what did you bet so i took the uh boosted fan duel Giannis, steph and bead and lebron to combine for 100 plus points so that was uh-huh. easy uh-huh. and then i did uh steph and lebron over 25 each and team lebron to cover so Ew. unfortunately that yeah. last uh, zach levine three Right. uh killed it but I made money anyway cuz uh I put more money on them uh combining yeah. 100 so it Easy. all worked out step step pulled all the pulled all of that uh, weight um my question for you boys um well one I just I, this is a note uh the last final the last uh, all-star game mvp did go on to win the finals mvp that same season if we uh think about last season so Perhaps that's going to be happening in the future for us uh, with Steph uh, this season. That's the hope. But um, what do we think about the Chris Paul breaking his hand news? It says that he's out for four to eight weeks. How does that affect the uh, possible standings or the hunt for the one seed coming back? I know we're, I think, five games back. But do we think the lack of Chris Paul for the rest of the probably duration of the regular season will uh, be changing uh, anything there? And – there are people now on Twitter saying well, the Warriors got to draft Bronny uh, so that we can see Stefan <laughs> last season. What is your guys's uh, take? For that?
1: <laughs> well, you know, Joe Lacob is already saying he will not trade the pick because we got to get Bronny in in the building. Yeah, you know, we know Joe <laughs> Lacob likes those picks. You know, he sees the business side of it. Um, to, let's, let's start with Chris Paul point. All right, so Chris Paul broken hand, four to six weeks. Four weeks would be March twentieth, which is I thought it was uh, I thought it was six to eight, but okay. okay. We'll, uh, we'll go with yours. Six to eight weeks. Eight weeks would that's a put, lot. Whew. eight weeks is the beginning of the playoffs. Ooh. Six weeks is on the verge of it. I'm gonna assume he's basically missing most of the second half. Do you think the Warriors can catch us on sound? Uh, by the way, the chat the chat is saying. Your um your your six to eight weeks number is and, more correct. And he's and he's reevaluating six to eight weeks, so
2: we don't even know if he's going to be back at that time. Though though I assume he's going to be back right when the playoffs start. Uh, I would say 50-50. fifty. They're what six games, six and a half back right now. Fifty fifty. I think the Warriors might start resting guys, but here's the thing: I don't know if they will because Memphis is a game and a half behind them. And if the Warriors are going to – if one, if they get Draymond back, great. I, I think they're going to win more games, right? But the other thing is if you're going to play in a 2-3 semi-series against Memphis, it'd be nice to get home court. I mean they don't technically need it, but it'd be nice. And I think part of that is, is yeah, I mean if the Suns, the sun's do fall, I can see them going for it. The question, Sam, is will they go for it? Let's say they're one game back, five games left. Usually they rest a couple of games. Will they rest? Uh, I would say no. I don't say no. What
1: yeah, do I, I don't think it's actually going to affect the standings. Like, I'm looking at the – You don't Thun think the Suns schedule. are going
2: to lose enough? You don't think they're going to lose enough?
1: I'm looking at their schedule that Thunder, Pelicans, Jazz,
2: Blazers,
1: Damn. Knicks, uh. Bucks. That's, that's four and two without Chris Paul. You know, uh. Magic, Heat. They'll be able to kind of – I, I think – Let's say I don't know. I I think they'll be able to cobble it together because they've built enough thing. But I think the bigger issue is, I don't know how Chris Paul is going to look when he comes back. I don't it's know how the, the, the right is going thumb. to be. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, right a, it's, like, it, it's one of those things where I don't know how he's going to look when he comes back. And again, I don't know how I don't know how you feel. Are, do you really care? if It's the one or two seed, for the Warriors or the three seed? Ah, uh, no, yeah, no. I guess I guess I care about the matchup, but like it's too early to tell who that would be. Like to to me, there's n- not really a, a big deal about getting the number one seed for the Warriors. Like maybe I'd have felt different six seven years ago, but like they're they're too veteran for me to care. Like I'm more right. concerned about Draymond getting healthy than I am about having home court. Right. Yeah. Like no. home court yeah. without Draymond doesn't really mean anything to me. Yeah,
2: I agree. Okay. Um, to his Bronny point, I dude, there's only one duel that would would beat Steph and KD. I think in in last era, or this era, it's Steph and LeBron. <laughs> it's the only duel better.
1: I mean, Steph they do have, they do have the same basketball brain. They are both kind of like team oriented ball players. So, like, yes. I don't know. It's it'd be weird. I don't want to think about it. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not.
2: LeBron at 40. I mean, like I just I think these guys. Even five years from now, they'll be able to. Win the game. Yeah, let's keep it moving. But I, dude, I, these guys, LeBron is not slowing down, man. It's disgusting, but it is what it is.
1: No, he's not. It's just less games it's, it's, a year. It's annoying, yeah, but you
2: know. Let's see. Steph was it. making shots where he shot. They they were touching the bottom of the net before going. It was just – it looked insane. The net was not even moving, and he did a look away from, like, 35. Some of these shots that he was hitting, the crazy part about this is I hadn't seen him make these shots all season, it feels like, right? Just all season, if everything kind of felt like a struggle. And just tonight, it just looked like, you know, classic peak Steph. God. VZ, what's up, man? Yeah, man, I'm just I'm just having a laugh. How can a guy score 50 points and then people say he choked?
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy!
2: It's fucking it's 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 mental. Um, on 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 Andy's point, um, this is the first time the whole season I've seen Steph just be Steph, just like you know, just go berserk and yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, without him, I wouldn't even be watching this stupid All Star game, but. Great <laughs> guy, just the whole time, to shoot of all time. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank you. Guys. VZ, appreciate you. Might need to get him a mic or something, VZ. You gotta, you gotta, or, or speak closer Soft. to the phone, maybe. Yeah.
1: Soft tone, but yes, I I do agree with him. It, it is kind of funny. I mean, that's how it goes, right? Like, you you hit every shot and then he misses the one to seal the game. People are like, huh? Okay. Can't, can't hit the big one. <laughs> And it's like dude, if you watch Steph, I'm not I'm not concerned about his ability to hit the big one. It's just kind of it's just kind of how it goes, right? Sometimes so, sometimes it just happens that
2: way. This is just just enjoy hoop, man. I people are just you know they'll they'll, they'll be trolls, but uh, no, that was uh he was hunting for that one though at the end, right? Yeah, he <laughs> was. But you made yeah, the point that you made the point that though they they were they were hunting for him like LeBron was like hey like get him the ball I mean like you said if LeBron wanted to fucking shoot it four times down the stretch like, the guy's gonna get the ball and shoot it four times down the stretch he did it you know he waited until all right Zach Levine made the three now I'm gonna go you know now I'm gonna now I'm gonna do mine and you know he did his MJ impersonation right his Kobe MJ impersonation so you know.
1: he he did he did Quen- indeed too. he is a showman himself <laughs> two showmans. All right, Ben, what you got for us, bro?
4: Yo, so I'm texting with my friend before the game. He's like,
2: we got to bet some shit. We got to bet something. I'm looking at the lines. I'm like, I don't know. LeBron's probably going to gun for the MVP. We should do the over. He said, no. Wiggins, 11 and a half. got (laughs) to bet the over. I'm like, I don't think Wiggins is going to get the over. Halfway through the third quarter, Wiggins is 10 points.
3: Doesn't get another minute in the game. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Whose fault right, uh, is that? Whose fault is that for betting? So are are you calling in to say that the fix was in? That the, the coaches win. made a, the, the coaches made a decision. We're not letting the Wiggins betters win tonight. <laughs> it's
3: what it felt like. I don't understand. Bengals money line kills me. I had the Bengals oh, in the over. Halfway through the third. Yeah, legalizing betting in New York not going well for me.
1: Bet I appreciate you as always, my Wiggins man. Oh, bet I mean, I parlayed LeBron and Lamelo, so I shouldn't talk. <laughs> but but yeah, I hit. Nobody so. loves
2: nobody loves Lamelo more than you love Lamelo. Jokic uh, got benched at the end. You didn't even play. Imagine if you bet on him.
1: I, I don't know why I was betting an All Star game. Yeah, just, well, yeah. Huh. We, we gotta we gotta have a talk off, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get Parizsos up here.
4: Hey guys, can you hear me now?
1: We can hear you much better. What's going on, bro? Uh, so, sorry, I was driving before. but
4: I was saying I'm going to the All-Star. Uh, I'm going to the Portland game uh, on 24th. And I'm afraid I'm going to see a Steph Clunker Because he went <laughs> for 50 today. But anyway, I also wanted to ask, do you think this is him breaking out of the slump officially? And if he goes on a tear like he did last time after the All-Star break, does he still have a chance at the MVP. That's
1: my Ooh. question. Great question. Andy, floor is yours. Look,
2: man, yeah. we thought he would break the slump like 14 times already. I don't even know if he's still in a slump. I guess he, he struggled the last few games, but I don't know. But he definitely has a chance to win MVP. I don't know if that matters to him. Maybe third lot. Um, but yeah, of course, they're the second best team in the NBA, second best record in the NBA. If, if he shoots like forty four, forty five percent from three, or shoots better after the All Star break, Draymond comes back and they they zoom up this. Let's say they win like fifty eight games, and they're the and and they're the second best second best record in the league. Sam is there anybody else that MVP? I guess I don't. Know. He should win MVP
1: almost. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, so let, let let's just. Let's be honest about this. So people are saying the MVP race is between Jokic, Embiid, and Giannis. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Those
1: those three teams are six games, five games, and eight games behind the Warriors record wise. It's pretty hard to justify if the Warriors go on a run and win 60 games, they go eighteen right, and right. eighteen and um five. Jeez. In the second half of the season. All right. Well. And they win 60 games. And who knows? I don't think that'll get him the one seed because I think the of Suns have, have probably won too many games, but like maybe it does. Why why would he not win the MVP? You know, yeah, you know what 60, I'm 60 games he wins it, but let's say 56. Hmm. 56, probably not, because that's a kind of a crappy set. Like they're gonna they should win 58 to 59 games. Oh, of given their okay. given their schedule. 58 games given their schedule. Um, but yeah, you're right. If they if they end the season with the second best record in the NBA, I don't know, man. You you like sure. If the Warriors win 58 games and the Bucks win 56, and Giannis is playing out of his mind, like sure, give it to Giannis. That makes sense to me. But if the Warriors win 58, 59 games, and all the guys you're saying are the MVP only win like 49 to 50 games, it's hard to make that argument, especially if Steph plays hot in the second half,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think like, if you look at the other three players too, I think Giannis is probably the best chance because I think Jokic is probably just going to win two little games even though he's amazing. He's one of my favorite players to watch. Embiid's got Harden coming coming through where just now they're both going to ISO for 48 straight minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's going to throw, throw them in a, a little bit yep. of a loop. Yeah, It's going to be well, like Embiid seems happy now, but believe me. <laughs> Let's check back in a month from now, see how Embiid feels uh and then Giannis 20, is the only-
1: <laughs> twenty-two dribble package while Embiid's standing there calling for the ball uh, uh, i'm exci- I, i'm putting Philly on my lead wa- yeah you're uh, watching it right yeah, i'm <laughs> Otto, i'm I'm setting the d v r right now <laughs>
2: um and then Giannis is probably the only one right like that's probably the guy where you're saying. What you're saying, like that team could get hot, but the Bucks have struggled all season. Like quote unquote, they struggled or they just haven't been able to get on like a nine, ten game win streak. So, like they might finish seven, eight games behind the Warriors' record. So you're almost, you know, process of elimination there. You're right. The Warriors get to 58, 59, 60 wins, and Steph shoots and gets hot, and this team is where it is. It's almost like him winning that first MVP. It's just he's the best player on the best team. It's, yeah. There you go. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, I also don't really care that much, but yeah. (laughs) Just get healthy for the playoffs, right? That's kind of the big, it's the goal here. Ricky Garcia, my man. Oh boy, look at the A.V. (laughs) Look at the Bobbeier.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing tonight? Phenomenal. What's up, man? All right, well, first of all, let me respond to uh, your leadoff hitter because I do not tolerate the uh, Jalen Green slander. And... (laughs) Uh, let me ask you this, uh, as we are approaching the uh, end of the NBA season, uh, just as a whole, um, what are some things that would you would say you did not see coming uh, this season? Oh, we need go to a two-hour pod then. Things I did not see coming this season, um, the obvious ones the Cleveland Cavaliers. But on a broader scale for the NBA season, it's – the parity, uh, teams haven't separated at all. I kind of thought at minimum the Bucs would go on a tear. I thought the the only team that's really going on a tear is the Phoenix Suns. I thought the Bucs, the Suns, the Jazz, um, I thought the Brooklyn Nets, I thought there would be a few more teams that would just kind of be hot and get above, and, like, really, this season's going to end with probably 10 teams being between, like, 51 and 56 wins. God, that's
2: off the top, oh, just off the top of your head, Tim. Just incredible response. I can't even, I can't even <laughs> combat. I can't even combat that. Uh, a couple of things I think for the Warriors that that have been surprised. I just Angel Wiggins is incredible. Uh, he had temp- the, Ben Ben called in and and was talking about betting on Wiggins over under. But the fact that he was in the All Star game was great. Uh, there was a clip of. Of Embiid, kind of saying like, "Damn, like you went to Golden State and now you're a you're a third Splash Brother, right? He's shooting 40 percent." Uh, Steph had a hot mic tonight, and he was uh, he was screaming about Wiggins shooting 40 percent from three. That was pretty cool. So I think that's it's been one of the most surprising things of the season. Reason why they've won, you know, one of the reasons why they've won so many games. So like that that's been a big thing for me. Like obviously Kaminga's been awesome. I'm with you though. This has been one of those seasons where it's like it's not that the NBA is bad. The NBA is good, but the Warriors are back in title contention, like firmly top one, two, three odds to win a title. And uh, like them winning a fourth title this season, Sam is very, very, very much within reach. It is not a uh, let's get into the five seed and four seed and just kind of have a fighting chance, right? Like the warriors are the like, they could easily be the best team in the West. Like looking at them by the end of the season, you're like, yeah, the warriors are on all rolling on all cylinders. Draymond's back healthy and the sun's just got Chris Paul back. We don't know if he's okay. And the best team right now in the West, that's the Warriors. And who, like, who could have known that? Who could yeah. have known that? But so what's their what was their preseason over under? Do you remember what was it?
1: Forty eight and a half. Jesus. And the West feels okay. So like, the Suns have the Chris Paul situation. I still think he'll probably be back and they'll be fine. They, they're they're a damn good team, right? And Memphis is coming up, but I feel like the Warriors still are in a very good situation if they get healthy in their own right. You know, like everything is in a very good spot for the Warriors. And I agree with you. Like, that's, that's the thing. I didn't really know how good a spot they would be in. And I can't really complain about where they're at They're They need to get healthy. (laughs) They dream unhealthy. That's for sure. But everything's looking positive going forward. If he gets healthy. Yep. All right. We're going to end it here. Mick, what's up? Yo, oh, what's up, guys? Hey, you know, Sunday night having fun. <clears throat> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, two fun questions.
2: First one, out of um everyone, um, as you can see before they had um LB and Sean Livingston. Um, they had roles
4: after they played within the organization. Um, who do you think will have that kind of role out of um the role players that we have? this year and i don't know if you've guys seen
2: oh second question i don't know if you've guys seen but um there was this guy who tweeted that he'll take a shot for every
1: Steph made three pointer did someone check on him <laughs> oh first off i got to find that guy because seven <laughs> 17 shots that's uh that's that's in the, that's what that's what mj looked like Dude. <laughs>
2: MJ's eyes were fucking oozing tequila today, man. I just, <laughs> it's
1: just, hey, hat tip to the goat. Um, all right, who do you think on this Warriors team is is most likely to get a front office position?
2: Uh, or a coaching staff position?
1: Staff? I don't. No, think no, it's close. no. Yeah, gonna go with the role players. Oh, you, I
2: mean, you said role players. Oh, sorry. I I okay, my bad. Um, so Zaza and 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 Sean have done it. Uh so if you took take into account an N L B so so if you take that type of play I don't think Andre wants to do it. I don't think Andre does. I don't know people are saying yeah, he's, I don't think he's,
1: he wants he's, to do it. He's got a job if he wants it, but he has not indicated that he wants it.
2: I don't think he I don't think he wants it. Uh David Loon. he's I think he's David wants got, I was gonna say Looney's probably the closest, just, even though like he's a starter. Just, just Definitely teaching,
1: player. teaching young fellas how to set screens. <laughs>
2: I can't think of anyone else because their bench is so young. Like I don't, I, I, I'm sure JTA would jump at the chance, but like know, it's problem. it's like a combination of they want guys with like a Warriors, like he's just been here, he's won titles, he's been a key piece of those teams, right? Like those, the only two options are basically Andre and Loon. Like everybody else is either too young or just not good enough. So.
1: Yeah, I, I could, I mean, I will say I could see JTA being a coach one day, but yeah, okay, I'm gonna go with Loon too. It's kind of lame, but we're. we're in the same way. I, I
2: think um, I think Steph. I think Steph is going to be a coach front. Like I think he will be. I think he'll be a great one because he's just he's just so poised and Like I don't think Draymond could be a coach.
1: <laughs> he's too. Uh, I think I, th- I think Steph's going to Barry Bonds round. I think he's going to disappear and then just like show up to do a two day shooting clinic with whoever the, <laughs> the young player is. You know, sit courtside, you get you know, dap everyone up, and then just call it a night.
2: Just with his three kids. Fair enough. I think you're right. With his new show, with another new show on the lineup, sure. That's where we'll end it. <laughs>
1: I appreciate all you guys.